0: Hey everybody, welcome. It's the Steelers podcast. We are back. It is February 15th and guys, we're getting into this time of offseason I was worried about. There's not a ton of breaking news. And when I talk about breaking news, I'm talking about anybody getting signed, anything officially happening. I mean, we had a secondary coach get hired yesterday, I believe. I don't know much about him. Do you guys have any idea about this guy?
1: No, yeah, not here. I'm not likely to hear the uh, the, the, the littler news that, that you might hear about more in Pittsburgh if they uh, if they make a, a move like this or something within the coaching staff sort of deeper in there. I don't I don't know anything about it.
0: Well, it wasn't even our agenda. I, I just want to make the bad joke saying um, what. Name does he have it similar to another name? Like, is it, you know, is it some guy named Joe Biden or is it, you Listen, know- I'm
1: telling you, there's somebody else out there who has his name. I, right. I you know, <laughs> even if I don't know what it is or where this other guy
0: is, there's someone out there who has the same name. Well, as a quick aside before we actually get to legitimate news of the week, because there is one big thing I laughed and I hope you guys laughed when you saw the tweet from me because I laughed for 30 seconds and I hate it when you say laugh out loud. I think it's kind of a trite, weird phrase. But I literally laughed out loud because the Tribune Live, the Pittsburgh Tribune Review, I think it's triblive.com, they now are my favorite media outlet in Pittsburgh because we joked about it. And, yes, I was playing pretend to be serious, but I was joking because the Steelers hired Mike Sullivan, who good quarterback coach from the Giants, but we mocked him because – They hired somebody with the same name as the NHL coaching town, Mike Sullivan. And we joked about it. I've reached out to Marcus Allen. uh, And if he would come on the show, I definitely would ask him about it. But, you know, chances are these guys aren't willing to come on the show to answer questions like that. But the Tribune Review actually asked Mike Sullivan about it. And Mike Sullivan didn't take that kindly. He said, there's a lot of Mike Sullivan's in Pittsburgh. You know, leave me alone and everything. But credit to the Pittsburgh Tribune Review for – following up on what we talked about, because I kind of went away going, that was a dumb thing to bring up on the podcast. We're real not stupid fans, but look, the Pittsburgh media is all over. this. So uh, you guys got to apologize to me. I haven't seen my apologies yet. So, you know, I know what people well, want to say. Uh, all all over
2: is a generous, uh, yeah. generous description. <laughs>
0: It's probably one guy that lost the bat in the newsroom. You know, They're like, hey, what if you ask him about having the same name as Mike Sullivan? And the guy's like, no, I don't want to. Well, you better ask for else. You know? yeah. it, there's definitely
1: a some new guy hazing going yeah, on I think I,
2: yeah, sure. that, yeah. I think I saw that guy <laughs> last night begging on the streets of Robinson. <laughs> so the guy got fired he's like oh i had this great job but I i'm had- sorry
1: you 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 wrote and published what
0: what was the <laughs> article
1: that you just put get out by get list, out get out of I, here I list, how dare you
0: listen to some podcasts these guys knew what they're talking about and they spent what 45 minutes last week talking about the, that I thought official Steelers that I podcast yeah, man yeah. it's all the rage all the news yes.
1: is right there on that
0: podcast This dopey, big-headed guy on the podcast was talking about the before five minutes. And you know...
1: It's important breaking news.
0: And we've converted to audio, so you probably won't see the video unless you stumble across on YouTube, but Paul's confusing because he's wearing a Penguin sweatshirt. So I, I, I saw that, and I said, man, are we doing a Penguin's podcast? But no, it's all good, and Mike Sullivan's fine, and Already, we're four minutes in the podcast. We're just talking about Mike Sullivan. Still, we're racking up the minutes just on Mike Sullivan. (laughs) Right. But there is breaking news today. Oh, not breaking. We knew it was coming, but it got confirmed over the weekend. Marquise Pouncey has retired, and he's retiring with his brother, Mike Pouncey. They're forming a foundation. I wanted to ask you first, about because we we have broken down what this means for Steelers. The one thing that struck me is Ramon Foster – former Steelers' offensive lineman, not only broke the news, he actually was the news. I'm like, Marquise's got a Twitter account. Mike's got a Twitter account. I wonder why they went to Ramon Foster, because the announcement was made through Ramon Foster. I, I It was very weird. I don't know why they did it that way. Yeah, the really lineman
1: no, thing, I guess. That there must be a lineman thing. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I mean, that. I don't know, you don't really hear that many outspoken offensive linemen, right? Like you don't know, the, the all of the breaking news, all of the trash talk on Twitter and whatever, it usually doesn't come out of those guys. I, I I I'm not sure. I don't know why they would want to do that, but I'm sure it has something to do with their relationship with Ramon Foster. Uh you know, some level of trust, some level of kinship that they have there. Yeah. But they yeah. did it and the decision is made and now we have a lot of other decisions to make because of it.
0: Yeah, maybe Ramon wanted to be an NFL analyst. You know, hey, mate, it looks good for Ramon to break the news. But again, it wasn't just that he broke the news. He released the press So he wasn't going Adam Schefter on me and said, hey, my sources are telling me. He literally was releasing the news from the Pouncey, which is fine. It's just, you, it's my mind goes in fifty different directions. My, but yeah.
1: my sources with inside the Pouncey family, yes, an unnamed Pouncey <laughs> brother has has informed yeah. me that they will both okay. be making this decision.
0: Yeah, and we're in the world of Twitter. I mean, I, maybe 20 years ago when we didn't have social media and you had to call your buddy in the media, you did that. But no, it, it was really weird. I, I don't know. Well, it reminded me, um, a couple years ago when Dick LeBeau retired, he actually did a favor because one of the papers I worked for, it was a small paper in Pennsylvania. I can't remember who it was, but it's where LeBeau was from. He actually – no, it was actually an Ohio paper. Because LeBeau was from Ohio. LeBeau actually called the reporter and did them a favor because it was a smaller paper. They wanted to give him that story first. So it kind of reminded me of that situation where – you know, you just say, hey, you're my buddy. Hey, go break the story. It's good. But Joe's right. He, there's news we got to talk about here with the Pouncey thing. Uh, Paul, we weren't surprised, I guess, about Pouncey. I, I guess I'm surprised his brother retired at the same time, too. But that's for the Chargers podcast to figure out. But for the Steelers, <laughs> where does it change? I, I saw a couple articles over the weekend guessing that there, there are some free agents that wouldn't cost money, a lot of money that the Sealers could get. I even saw B.J. Finney. Um, he went, He originally went to Seattle. He got traded to Cincinnati. I guess he'll be a free agent. Uh, do you find a cheap free agent? Um, do you go center draft? Do you go in
2: the first, second round? What do you do? I think, I, honestly, I think, uh, not to drag him back into this, but I think everything really hangs on the the Ben conversation. Because uh, that that's going to determine what what they have to spend, uh, how they can spend it. Uh, so I I feel like a lot of things are kind of on hold until this gets figured out. Which it seems to be like it was supposed to be like right after the Super Bowl they're going to get this figured out, and now we're into week two now, and they're still having conversations. So I I think ev- everything's kind of riding on what's going to get resolved there, because uh, that's going to say how much. How much we have to work with. So it may end up having to be half an hour. <laughs> uh,
1: yeah. we have uh, oh that's I've, that's I'm that's competing. scary long term, but you're you're absolutely yeah. right. I mean, but this does start that process by opening up some cap space. Not enough, you know, mind you, but it's definitely a start where they can start Uh, using that space to make room, to make some adjustments, to uh, explore some uh, free agent possibilities that they, you know, two weeks ago didn't have. Um, Yeah, but they're still in the conversation with Ben. So uh, it would seem as though he's willing to make the the adjustments that have to get made in order for them to have the room to do what they need to do.
0: Well, and the tough thing is I'm reading there's going to be some dead money Pouncey. I mean, there's always that way when a guy leaves early, but they're going to save seven to eight million. And the hard thing is they're, they're already 30 million over. So, say Ben retired, and I'm expecting Ben to come back, but even if Ben retires, that's 21 million in savings. So, you're still two million over the cap, even if Ben and Pouncey both leave. So, yeah, yeah, it's so a tough spot with there. I, I don't know, guys. What do you think about BJ Finney? I kind of like some BJ Finney. I, he was too expensive to keep, but I thought he did some good things. I don't know if he's an all-pro, but I, I think I like BJ over JB. I would like that.
1: That's just so, a preference of I, letters, I like, really.
0: Yeah, and you just, say, you just say, like
1: the initials better.
0: Yeah, let's say PJ Finney because I, I think there's some junior hires out there that are high-fiving like this is my favorite podcast. Now they they said you know oh, that's ar- that's already
1: been clipped and distributed. Right. Yeah, yes, it's made its way through, through the halls of high schools, and <laughs> I'm middle hear schools, about this all over team. Ohio. Yeah,
0: <laughs> no, I prefer okay, I prefer Finney over
2: Hassan. Let's uh, phrase it like that. Wait, uh, did you guys like PJ Finney? Oh. I kind of liked him. He just kind of fun. Uh, I prefer any of the three of us over Hassan Hour, but. Right.
1: I, I don't think I prefer then. me. Uh, I don't prefer <laughs> me over him. I would. I think that's unwise on the Steelers' part to, to use me.
0: Uh, since we going to talk about former linemen, one other thing, and again, we're getting to the speculation, which I pledge we wouldn't do. The other guy I heard that the Steelers <laughs> Jackson had some interest in was Kevin Beecham and I, I, I remember that guy. I kind of like him. Were you guys into him?
2: Uh, he was wrong a couple years ago I mean I mean I, I think fundamentally this is, be, this is becoming for me a, a conversation of what are we trying to accomplish because um, I'm getting the impression the Steelers honestly think they're going to contend next year which I am still miles away from buying into that and, and so kind of this mentality of let's just kind of keep putting little pieces together to try to make a run i i would rather say let's let's position ourselves uh to try to get ourselves back on track so that we're competing for the next several years rather than let's kick that can down the road again just that's where i'm still at so. Everything I've heard, and just from reporters kind of listening to the Rooney
0: press conference from a couple weeks back, kind of the indication they got is the Steelers are always in reload mode. I think in an honest moment, they're probably not sitting there like, yeah, we're the favorites to win the Super Bowl next year. But I think they're always kind of sitting there going, how do we put our best foot forward, even if it doesn't mean that we're building for the future? You know what I mean? And that's what I heard. And I I just thought, there's nothing definite pitfalls, and you you could get stuck in being an 8-8 team at best, instead of maybe taking a step back to take a bunch of steps forward, and maybe a Super Bowl team. Yeah, it's it's hard to say. Um, and, and I can't feel Joe from Big Ben's mode. You know, there's that infamous quote from a couple years ago where they're all like, man, we're going to retire together. There's that emotional moment at the end of the Browns playoff game where they sit together. Um I saw a report from ESPN today saying that, you know, because here's the thing. They were saying that they were going to meet a week after the Super Bowl and they're going to have this conversation. It didn't happen. And some people were saying, well, why haven't they met? Does that mean, you know, the Steelers won't move on from Big Ben? The report I heard of ESPN said, hey, they're going to try to figure out when it can happen. They just want to give them some time. And they want to not step on Marquise Bouncy, you know, let his retirement needs slip out for a couple of years. I mean I think March fifteenth is when that bonus is due. So they have a four week devil. Like nothing has to happen today. Right, right. So I I don't know. Do you get any impressions? I mean are you thinking they're still gonna to try to work to keep Big Ben for at least another year?
1: I think so. Uh probably, as much as Paul doesn't want it to happen. Uh and that and that does make <laughs> sense. That uh, moving on, we're probably in a good position to be move into kind of a rebuild mode, not like a page one rebuild, but a good rebuild. Um, I think Ben does have the possibility of being able to mentor somebody like Dwayne Haskins, who's now on our roster, um, and being able to play in front of him for a little bit. Ben hasn't really been that kind of mentor other than to his young receivers in the past. Uh he hasn't really been that kind of mentor for uh the 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 QBs behind him. <clears throat> but it's possible that with a shift in mentality and an understanding of his age and where he's at that he may be able to do that. I think for that matter it may even if put start to put him in a position of a conversation where he may transition into coaching after he's done um and that may be a this may be a step towards that who knows um it seems to me like some type of deal is going to get done it seems to me that people of the mindset like Paul's got uh aren't going to be thrilled with it uh it will still be pricier than we would want it to be it's like hey man just sign a one year you know don't let's not get crazy. Let's, let's open up a lot of cap room. We, we don't necessarily, we're not expecting him to go somewhere else. I don't think he's that player. I don't think he's that guy. He, where he's not going to show up in Indianapolis or something. Um, So he wants to end it here. I think it's interesting that they did have that conversation and made those statements a couple of years ago about him and Marquise leaving at the same time. I think it is why they got so emotional at the end of the game Everybody was looking at it through the lens of Ben was sad for himself. I think they all understood that Mar- this was going to be Marquise's last game.
0: Yeah. Well, and was the foundation, too. I mean, yeah, Paul's been right all year. Marquise is the exact same player he was a couple of years ago. But I think maybe it was even more of they're starting a foundation. His brother retired at the same time. And, hey, good for them. They didn't feel like they had to play until their wheels fell off. I mean, it sounded like it was a decision that was made already, not even with the fact that Marquise was declining a little bit in his play. It
1: yeah. certainly feels that way. It feels like something that both of them talked about earlier in the season, uh, and it just took some time for them to come to the piece that you need to be able to make right. that public statement through your friend instead of your agent or a professional journalist or anybody.
0: Well, you think about this, too.
1: Before they could let Ramon know their real decision,
0: yeah, yeah, before yeah, Ramon's calling. Going, I need a job, at ESPN. Guys, can break this news to me. I can guys, it I need to know. Resume. come on. My, yeah. my
1: fingers on the tweet button. Come on, guys.
0: They probably lost the friendship of Ramon over it. My goodness. Um. Yeah, and yeah, I just, I, I really think too. And you guys mocked me for a tweet I sent last week. I think a lot of this also depends on where are they really at with Mason Rudolph. I don't think they hate Mason Rudolph. I don't think they think Mason Rudolph is a franchise quarterback either. And I'm kind of thinking if they're always in this reload mode, like I don't think they seriously say, man, Mason Rudolph is going to go toe-to-toe with Patrick Mahomes next year and look how Patrick Mason's going to win this. But I think they want to put their best foot forward. And I think if they don't think Mason's that guy, they may be looking elsewhere. That's why I thought it was fascinating. Okay, Jacksonville's not trading their top draft pick unless they got Monster Hall back. I kind of wondered, though. I thought it was interesting when the Steelers showed up at the Trevor Lawrence workout. Now, realistically, they're not going to get Trevor Lawrence. They shouldn't even go after Trevor Lawrence. It's going to take a lot of stuff back. But you would sit there and think, like the Browns. The Browns weren't there. Well, the Browns weren't there because they're happy with their quarterback. they got a young quarterback. They think everything's fine. The Steelers were there, though. So I don't think the Steelers realistically thought they were getting Trevor Lawrence. I think maybe it was a dumb trip to make. But the fact they were there made me start thinking, wow, they're really after a quarterback this offseason. Or maybe they're really not sure if bringing Big Ben back is the answer. Was that too much to read into it? Because why else would they be there?
2: Yeah, I, I I'm not sure what the motivation to even bother. I mean, there we have nothing to offer Jacksonville in a trade to get up to that oh, yeah. spot. Um we, I, could I offer think... them,
1: we could offer them Pittsburgh. We could trade cities. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. Jacksonville's pretty rough.
2: Uh. trade weather? Just trade the trade weather. weather? I'd be okay with that.
1: <laughs> it's what, just this I, anomaly I, I, in western Pennsylvania
0: that's constantly 70 (laughs) degrees outside uh well I hear I'm actually hearing some speculation that they might look up to like a temp spot and you look at that you look at that kid from uh I think Dakota uh Trey Trey Lance who is highly thought of he really hasn't played anybody and with COVID he only played one game last year so I mean there's not a lot to go on but to get to Twenty-four to ten, and to get to twenty-four to one, is very different. I mean, ten is attainable. You might have to give an extra number one pick, but man, twenty-four to one, it would take quite a haul. I mean, it would take. You can't trade what Jackson will be asking for. I mean, Pittsburgh's got a couple- talent on their team, but not training TJ Watt to go up to number one. I mean, that'd be silly. You know,
1: no, probably not. Uh, a couple of wild speculations. First off what else is there to do at this time? You have a coach, you have a scout, go scout things like you just go and take a look at them. And then maybe you can get an idea of where some future uh, 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 you know, candidate that they might look at would stand in comparison to what you're seeing come out with, with Trevor Lawrence. That's an, that's a thought, you know, we don't really gain anything by your people sitting at home that that doesn't help anything. Right. The other thing would be to have some conversation with the people who might more realistically be wanting to jump up to number one, um, to have conversations with them about what they're looking at and what they're thinking about in the other quarterbacks that a jump from 24 right. to 10 might be able to net us to be able to go and have those face-to-face conversations, which, you know, aren't zoom conversations. You can't, casually right. zoom up against somebody else at the water cooler and say, Hey, what do you think of so-and-so? Like, you can't do that. You're going to have to do that right. live. And so it seems like being there and being a part of one of the only football conversations happening right now in terms of uh recruits and, and possibilities being there, even though we're not looking at the guy on the field per se, um, Being there and having the conversations with the other people who are would be an asset.
0: No, I agree. It's very likely Big Ben comes back. I'm not saying, oh, they're at Trevor Lawrence. Big Ben's not coming back. But I kind of look think at they're going
1: to straight up to one by giving away most of the offense, and then they're going to put Ben and Trevor Lawrence in the middle of Heinz Field in a gladiatorial fight to the death. <laughs> <laughs> That yeah. is absolutely what is happening here.
0: No, I, I, I think realistically... Are you not entertained? Are yeah. you not entertained? <laughs> I, I think realistically, I think, A, they're doing their due diligence. That's probably the most smart answer. But I guess what I'm saying is I don't think they're completely sold that, A, Big Ben's coming back, and then, B, if Big Ben comes back, they're, they're going to be like, oh, he's got two, three years left. Leave it alone. I mean, I think they're very much into the... Well, what else do we have? I mean, could we and, start Mason real for a year? Could we... And maybe
1: that's part of the purpose as well, to make sure that that's clear to Ben.
0: Yeah, I, I mean, that sends a message. When I saw that tweet, I wasn't like, dang, they're trading up to get Trevor Lawrence. This I'm like, all- dang, they're yeah. not... Yeah, I mean, I, I should have subtweeted it. Dang, they're not completely sure of Big Ben even next year. And, yeah. you know, I mean, that's where it's at. I mean, they're not getting Trevor Lawrence, but it, it just I, I thought it was interesting. I thought it was pretty good. And again, Four weeks left of Big Ben, uh, people like us were going wildly speculate. especially when the Steelers don't make any other moves, <laughs> they had no simple signings or, or no nothing else. Probably the third biggest story was Mike Sullivan yelling at the Tribune you know, review reporter for talking about his name. Yeah, I mean, that was that's all that's going on in Steelers I thought it was good.
2: Um, other big news, and, yeah, this I shouldn't think, I, I oh, think one of the sorry, big hang-ups with talks with Ben – um, I think a lot of it deals with Matt Canada. I mean, I don't think Matt Canada says, "Yes, I'm taking that coordinator job so I can stand on the sideline and just twiddle my thumbs while Ben has complete control of the offense." And I don't, I don't think Ben is going to come back and say, "Yes, I'm going to submit myself to this first-year offensive coordinator." So I think, I think there may be some tensions in terms of who's actually calling the offensive shots that might have more to do with it than the money
1: and that's a real philosophical question in terms of how we how you expect a team to run and how it should be I think it's foolish for anybody to stand on the sidelines and said you're calling my you're doing my plays no matter what he's the guy on the field and if you're discounting what Ben Roethlisberger can read and understand in the defenses that he's looking at that's just stupid offensive coordinating and I think that's what we had last year I think that's what was happening. I think that's why we did so badly in the first halves of so many games that really our only way out was to let him backyard play, you know? Yeah. And I don't even – I wouldn't even think that a guy like Ben would want to do that entirely. I mean, there's got to be – it's got to be easier to have somebody calling decent plays – that aren't stupid against the defenses that you're seeing. Like that just stupid hurts sometimes when you're asked to do something stupid and you just absolutely know this is going to fail. You're just going to stand there and do it. No. So, well, I, you know, there, it, and it may well be that there are conversations that are happening between Canada and, and Roethlisberger just to see, I guess, whether or not they can get on the same page and where, where they are mindset-wise, and if this is a place that Ben does want to stay. I mean, it's still possible that within a couple of weeks, after all of the injuries and bruises kind of heal, he just says, you know what, I don't, I don't really want to do this anymore. He's saying I'm, now that he wants to, but he could change his mind. Yeah, He could call up me. Ramon Foster, and suddenly Ramon yeah. Foster is <laughs> tweeting us about Ben Roethlisberger. That could happen. He knows yeah. his Twitter handle
0: maybe we should do our breaking news. Like if we have some family we really news coming um, up from now yeah, on, yeah. if I have
1: anything important that needs to be said, you know, right, the b- birth announcement of another child, <laughs> if, uh, you know, if I'm pregnant. taking yeah, a really, yeah, in- I'm taking a really interesting vacation, I'm going to let Ramon Foster know so that he can get the word out. Yeah. He's got tweeted
0: and we won't say anything on our social media. Oh, will just be Ramon Foster. <laughs> People are like, why don't you know? I'm, I'm going to let the Ramon professionals Foster. handle it. Yeah.
1: Not a professional uh, PR person, mind you. Just a professional something.
0: Maybe Ramon wants to be a PR person. I, it's just very strange. Very very weird what happened there. <laughs> All right, and we got to talk about the elephant in the room, J.J. Watt. I hate Twitter. I, I love Twitter. Uh. Twitter's my favorite social network. But So I'm checking for latest J.J. Watt names. And don't you love – I'm going to call this dope out. Uh, his name's Derek. It's knees underscore RG3. Don't you love it? Whenever there's news that we're waiting on on Twitter, these people who don't have a check mark by their name, don't they have like two Twitter followers? They're like confirmed, you know, you know. And this guy's like confirmed. JJ Watt to Pittsburgh, yeah, you know, two year deal, and you know, he's got no Twitter followers. He's just making stuff up. He says sources say, and his source is probably Madden game talking, or the source is the demons in his head, or whatever. Um. I remember when LeBron came back to Cleveland, um, there was all these people on Twitter going, "Yeah, my my barber is LeBron's third or uh, you know second cousin or whatever," and you know he said LeBron might want to come back, and it's all this speculation, wild hype. But as of right now, ten forty-seven on Monday morning, JJ has not made a decision, and here's my take on it: the sewers can't offer him a lot of money. I'll be surprised if they could offer 10 million. If they offer 10 million, which is probably less than anybody else could pay him, they're gonna to have to drop more players. So they're pretty much coming to JJ going, hey dude, you wanna play with your brothers? Yeah, okay. You're gonna to have to take this lower contract. And it's gonna depend on if he says yes or no. I think there's fifty great reasons why he'll say yes, fifty great reasons why we say no. We'll just see which direction it goes. I mean, I I don't know what else we can say
2: about it. You guys have any other ideas? I don't think he care. I don't think he could care less what his paycheck is. I think JJ wants one thing, and that's a ring. Um, It's coming down to how how much does he believe the Steelers can provide that for him. Um, I'm sure he'd love to play with his brothers, but I mean, he's had an amazing career, but he lacks the ring. Um, And where where's his best shot? His last shot to get a ring at? And I. I, I've loved JJ for years. I want him here, but I, for the life uh, – again, I'm still on the camp. I don't see any way uh, – we even make the playoffs next year, not to be all negative, but I I don't see him being here making that big of a difference. I've-
1: well, find a more positive way of saying it if you don't <laughs> yeah. want to be negative. <laughs> say it with a smile at least. We're, there's no way we're gonna make the playoffs. Like, come on, man! is I don't mean to be negative, but it rains every day, and there's also, and also ice cream has never been invented. Like what? There's there's nothing not negative about what you're saying. Uh, I don't know. I I am yeah. of the belief that I think there's enough pieces that we have that are around. Uh, I think we've got financial struggles for sure and we may lose a couple of the people who were major contributors last year but i think there is a possibility that we're going to make the playoffs and not to not to sound too positive but <laughs> but i think we there is a chance that we make the playoffs next year and i think it's possible for jj to come to a team like pittsburgh be able to play with his brothers and have a legitimate shot to get deep into the playoffs and to the super bowl i think it's possible and if there's a way that all of those things, here, what you can't also expect, JJ, is a big paycheck at the same time. We can't we can't give you all three, um, but we can what? give you two.
2: What, um, what?
1: and what? also just because I my entire opinion of him will change for the worse if he becomes yet another one of those players that we see show up in Tampa Bay or Kansas City. <laughs> I just all of those players who show up as soon as somebody has been in the Super Bowl. Man, i
0: well, here's the other side. I, I just
1: I hate it more than anything else
0: Changes to watch from,
1: some of the everybody who would just file through Pitt uh New England just because they they wanted to go ring shopping. Gigi's
0: from Wisconsin, he played college football up there. Green Bay, I, I mean, you know, they may be a very soon Super Bowl team. JJ, I, I don't get And Again, we don't like the Browns. We're a Steelers podcast. I don't know why. I mean, everyone's the Browns have a ton of money they can spend in the offseason. That's the only thing I think would ever be a thinking point for JJ to come to Cleveland. Because they're like, well, you can compete against your brothers. Well, he compete against his brothers every season of his career that they all played together. I mean, right. if he wants, mm-hmm. I would say, now again, and this isn't speculation, this is my dream. You know, I think TJ's got a year left on his contract. I'm sure TJ's kind of thinking the same thing too, saying, Hopefully this team doesn't start stinking now. JJ come for a one year deal at the minimum. He's got money, he gets to play with his brothers for a year. They get to take a look at where the Steelers stand. Is Ben come back? Does Ben have a good year? Uh, is Mason developed enough to be a, a good playoff, you know, caliber quarterback his head out of his backside? Yeah. Or do the Steelers get a young quarterback that goes like, let's say, Dak Prescott, who looks great in his rookie year or whatever? Well, I guess what I'm saying is after this year, are the Steelers still a Super Bowl contender, and then they all stick around together, or maybe TJ and JJ leave at the same time, which would be a disaster horrible. But why not delay a decision for the See, here's where I'm torn about with JJ. JJ is still a really good defensive player. But I'm seeing more six-sack seasons from J.J. lately than when he was a dominant defender. Now, what do you guys think about this? I read this online over the weekend. I can't remember where it came from. But there's speculation saying Reggie White was in his early 30s when he left Philadelphia. He went to Green Bay. At the time, people were like, oh, is he going to be good or not? And Reggie found like a second wave of his career, which he was a dominant defender for Green Bay for many times in the second part of his year. Could JJ be like that? Because if JJ is like that, JJ's a bargain, whatever you pay him. But I'm not sure if he's that type of guy. I don't know.
1: I mean, even if he doesn't come in and throw down the kind of numbers he did before, putting him on the other side with the with the edge rush
0: that we have on the opposite end, you can't right. guard both edges. Well, and is still more of a defensive, and I don't think you can stick him like a linebacker, like like an outside linebacker edge. But you know, from the defensive end, would be good. And, you know, you think, too, yeah, maybe you can't play them all at the same time, but now you've got incredible depth where you you don't have to run guys ragged. Because what happened this year? Defense was fantastic, but once you started having defenders go out, you didn't have any depth, and that's
2: why you got run by the Browns. I mean, you know, I don't know. I I I think if he's not – I mean – I think he's, he was disgruntled in Houston, obviously, and in a lot of ways for a long time single-handedly trying to carry that defense. Um, I, I think if he was in a, a defense that was legitimate, I think that could spark where the pressure's not on him to do everything. I, I think that could very well uh, see a resurgence in his output. I'm fascinated just to see what
0: the money terms are. You know, If it's with Pittsburgh or somebody else, I'm fascinated to see what, what it takes a get. I don't know what the answer is. Do you think a decision is going to come soon? I, I read something about um, where he was uh, – he wanted to take the weekend off just to process everything. I mean, he asked for his release on Friday. He was giving it to him. Um, I know teams have already called him. I, I, I've i heard reports that Pittsburgh has already called him to see where he's at. Um, I wonder when we'll see a decision. Um, I guess today was the day he was going to first start to think about it. I'm wondering how quick he's going to make a choice here, because again, he's free. You know, in the past when he talked about trade, he had to pick up his contract. You could sign him for the minimum, you could sign him for a hundred million a year. Uh, it'll be interesting nice to see how long it takes for him to make a decision.
2: Any guesses? I have no idea.
1: I feel like it'll go quicker rather than some other players. I just feel like I feel like he's thought about it enough to make the decision to leave Houston, and you probably don't do that unless you've got a little bit of the lay of the land and some ideas about where you'd like to go. Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah. Well, here's here's the throwdown uh, from official Promanti Brothers. If JJ comes, yeah, they're changing their name. That's all right. Are, are they changing the name, or so, is it one of those things where they
1: change it? Just, just, just get like a, a a board with Watt on it, and you just put it up over Permentier for like the first weekend or something. That'd be great. Well, I, I bet I, your sales I, will go up.
0: and Cody Brian, I enjoy his work. Uh, he had a funny sketch where he was invited to some college in California. And they were changing their name. And he's like, oh, it's going to happen forever. So he gets there, and they just put a sticker over all the signs going Conan College. And he's like, oh, they didn't change it for more than a day. So, I mean, you think they're permanently changing the name, or is it just
2: for a day, Paul? It'll be a short-term thing, I'm sure. Okay. <laughs> but if it works. Like, uh, I have changed to International House of Burgers or whatever for, like, three days or something. and Hey, if they that can That really to worked
1: work too, right? Yeah. I mean, we all go there for burgers now. <laughs> yes.
0: Yeah, I've gone Man, there. If right. I want a good burger, I'm going to IHOP. IHOP. Well, it's it's speaking <laughs> of that, we are also releasing a it's gonna be at least a one off food podcast. We're gonna riff about food. If it works, we may do more of those. But yeah, check that out. That's gonna release this week too. Thank you. You, you, fed me a you from guys from- gotta send me a
1: Watt so Brothers sandwich for one of those yes.
0: podcasts. Hey, if I'm into, if I'm this, uh, the Pramanthi brothers, I would the watch invest in my business? Hey, if the watch are giving me money, I'd change the name for good. You know, they could be a silent part. You know what I mean? We'd still run the business. It's not very silent when you change your name. to their Well, name. but one thing is don't change the name, but I don't think JJ is going to be, you know, being a clerk at the restaurant. He's just giving us money. And, you know, it's like Shark Tank when you say, hey, you know, of the business for 10 million or whatever the deal is. Yeah. That'd be great. So, well, yeah, we'll have to check and see what happens there. So the big news, I guess over the next week is we shouldn't know where JJ Watts ending up in. Um, I'm not sure if we'll know anything more about big Ben. We got four weeks to wait this out. So we'll see what happens. Um, I don't know. I mean, there's really no over free agents until free agency starts. Um, I, I, I think we'll, we'll start, I guess, evaluating draft prospects. Is that next on the NFL calendar? See yes. those pro days? I mean, stuff. I know Trevor Lawrence, he, he was, he's undergoing surgery, so his was a little bit earlier because of that. But, yeah, we'll see what else happens. I'm anxious. I'm curious to see what
2: happens draft-wise. Um, you know, you don't have a sudden. Will Lawrence's, will Lawrence's surgery help him hit a non-moving target? I don't know if you you watched any clips of the pro day, the little – the net. It it wasn't even anywhere near that thing. Yeah.
0: I would be nervous, and I'm saying this about the Steelers too. There are a lot of quarterbacks that are going to be in the first round. I'm not sure who is that unbelievable, oh, man, they're, they're going to hit. Like when they trade up for Devin Bush, the linebacker, I wasn't guaranteed superstar. But I'm like, man, Devin Bush is going to be a good player. I would have been sad and stunned if he didn't turn out to be a good player. I don't know if I get that feeling about any of those quarterbacks. I guess if he had to bet on one, maybe it's Trevor Lawrence. But he's a small guy. He's kind of thin. I mean, I don't know if he'll be a flop, but I'm not saying he's definitely an ex-Payton Manning either, you know?
1: I think I feel the same way. Yeah, Um, yeah, I just – If I had, if I were in the position that Jacksonville is in, having to make a decision about a, a quarterback who you are just praying to the football gods is going to be your franchise guy, I still feel like it's gamble level on pretty much everybody who's there, and most people are really sold on on Trevor Lawrence. I, I'm not as much, but you know, there are things that other people see that I don't.
0: And I'm based in the Columbus area, so we should be all high and mighty on Justin Fields. If you look at him, uh, they beat Clemson in the uh, semifinal game. I mean, he looked unbeatable in that game. But I can point to a couple other games this season where Justin would run around like a maniac. It was like Pat Mahomes. I mean, he runs around like a maniac, throws off his side foot, and gets picked off. You know, and, you know, Justin had some injury concerns, but I'm not sure if Justin's that superstar. I mean, you know, I, I can make the argument for maybe Pittsburgh picking him if he was available late in the first round. But Justin's going to the top five, and hey, you know, we all bleed Ohio State down here, but I can't guarantee you Justin Fields is going to be a great quarterback in the NFL. I,
2: you know, I I, I got no. I mean, he's beautiful. just as good as Terrell Pryor, Dwayne Haskins. Um, who else is on yeah. that list of the uh, Ohio State quarterbacks that? are are just guaranteed do to be monsters. Do you
1: just you just give in to hate, don't you? You just give into it. <laughs> well, all the hate that flows through your veins. I can't believe it. Uh it's it's all of the everyone, all of them. Uh, uh the the weirdest part of this whole uh, uh equation is it's all about where they land. It's all about what's around them when they get there. And so many of these ab- number one picks end up at the worst teams that have no pieces. And then we're like, gosh, what happened to this first, this uh, number one pick? Why did not he just all of a sudden also throw the ball, catch the ball, block right. for himself and kick the extra points? The other people have to be on the team and the right. people who pick number one suck out loud. How many number one picks did the Browns have during that huge stretch where they were just God awful? Uh, And the fact that, you know, Mr. Irrelevant now has won seven Super Bowls. Yes, he's worked very hard, but he landed in a place that had pieces that had an offensive line that had coaches that knew how to coach him that he connected in with and bought into and then turned into the greatest football player of all time. He was not that guy. When you looked at the combine, he was the slowest. He was not good.
0: Yeah. No, no, and I, I, and
1: I all of that changed around. Magically, no. A lot of hard work, yes. Also, where
0: they landed and the coaches that they ended up with. It's a huge piece of the puzzle. Well, and think back to Big Ben. I mean – Big Ben got was very fortunate because his rookie year, he came into a team that was just missing a consistent quarterback. I mean, they had everything else. And, you know, Big Ben's Big Ben, so he made him even better. But, you know, that may have been one of the best rookie situations to pop in. We actually did good. And it, was we were, a,
1: and it was a fluke.
0: Yeah. Who
1: yeah. knew that uh, so, there was going to be an injury that early and suddenly this, you know, this second-string uh, guy –
2: I, so I I just comes you just in throw and down, down a hot take that you just threw down a hot take that Tommy Maddox wasn't a reliable quarterback? Well, here's what I'll look at. And <laughs> I'll give a hot take before
0: we close our Steelers show because we got to talk about some food coming up. I think that year of Tommy Maddox, now Tommy Maddox got hurt. He got hurt for the year. They had to bring Big Ben in, but I really think of Tommy Maddox. And once Tommy Maddox came out. It went crazy and just was like the league, league passer and everything. They were looking for a chance to bring Big Ben in. And I think this year with the Steelers, I think whoever's the starter, if it's Big Ben, if it's Mason Rudolph, they're going to wait for an opportunity to bring in a rookie or somebody to replace those guys like that high hand. You know what I mean? Like like you saw with uh, Justin Herbert of San Diego, uh, San Diego, the Chargers, L.A. Chargers. They start out the year with Tyrod Taylor. They weren't completely sold on Tyrod Taylor. They're waiting for a chance to bring somebody else in. So if the Sewers pick a quarterback high, if they bring in a young quarterback that they're high on, don't be surprised if they really try to push for him to start even with Big Ben. I don't know. How hot does that take?
2: Hotter than the Tommy uh, Maddox takes. Oh. He's
1: <laughs> getting offended for Tommy Maddox.
0: Yeah, he was a Tommy Maddox. Right. <laughs> I mean, hey, we were in a quandary of quarterbacks after Terry Bradshaw. And, you know, Tommy Maddox wasn't the greatest. But, you know, compared to some of the other junk they had, I mean, Tommy probably was top three quarterbacks after Terry
2: Bradshaw, maybe behind O'Donnell and, you know, Cordell Sur, right? Maddox was better than every Ohio State quarterback since Mike Tomczak. Oh, yeah. I'm not, I'm not sold on, <laughs> I, I'm not sold on the Ohio State quarterbacks either.
0: I mean, yeah, hey, Justin Fields <laughs> might go top five. I,
2: as soon
0: as top five, I wouldn't be super excited about Justin Fields. I mean, Justin Fields either looks fantastic or looks terrible. I don't know, so it's weird.
1: I'm going to be interested to see Paul how you make the leap. Once uh, Dwayne Haskins corrects a lot of the issues that he's got, certainly mindset and off the field, and suddenly becomes the starter, and you have to get on his bandwagon. I can't wait to see what ladder you use to get up on there.
2: Well, and, I would be perfectly. I'm. I'm just, oh, I'm just sitting back waiting for an Ohio State quarterback to produce. That that's all I'm waiting. I'm not. Just show me, and I'll I'll sign up. But I. I'm still waiting. It's,
1: It'll ruin your it's whole narrative. Time. It'll ruin your whole rant about all how every single Ohio State quarterback of, of all time were the worst.
0: And, and just think, we'll, we'll talk running backs another week because obviously we got time to fill. Since the Steelers aren't making any moves, come on, sir, sign somebody. Um, Yeah, when we start talking to James Conner, I know Paul's love for James Conner will come out. <laughs> It'll be great. <laughs> Paul will be like, "Oh, James Conner, he's wonderful." No, we'll have to talk about that too. It's, oh, it's like good. he's Ohio State quarterback. <laughs> yeah,
1: maybe yeah. we can make an Ohio State quarterback as the running back, and then oh, it would be
0: great. It'd be great. <laughs> oh man. All right, well, that's it for the Steelers podcast. Like I said, we've been riffing on other topics. We're going to make that into a separate podcast. We'll release it soon. You can listen to that. We're trying food. If it works, we might talk about food every week. If not, we're thinking maybe like a movie club. Here's another idea I suggest. Now, I'll mention this here on the Steelers podcast in case anybody cares. Paul and I used to talk about the Bradshaw Bunch. We haven't talked about Bradshaw Bunch in a long time. Joe, have you seen the Bradshaw bunch?
1: Not on purpose, no.
0: <laughs> they, I think it was E, like one of those networks. They, something I still- saw
1: a bunch of ads for it, but
0: man, anytime I
1: see the ads for any of those shows, like uh, Any Kardashian, uh, that Crisley guy on USA, oh uh, man, they run ads for, the, for that for all the way through any of the WWE programming on on USA, and I'm like, what kind of crossover do you think this is going to be?
0: I got to tell you, and maybe it's because we're Steelers fans, Bradshaw Bunch, I think somebody wants to make them into the Kardashians, but Terry Bradshaw is a maniac. I laughed throughout (laughs) this. Um, I was watching it. He also knows
1: a camera is on. Like, he's playing (laughs) it up. He always does.
0: I think so. We may have to revisit it. And like I said, we'll talk about what the second podcast should be. Maybe we should revisit each episode of the Bradshaw bunch. I I haven't watched it for a while and it kinda of, I stumbled across it on my on demand. So I watched like the latest episode and they were trying to sign Terry Bradshaw into being a Viagra spokesman. And half the show was him in front of his family reading Viagra commercials. And he did not know how to say it. And he was laughing five seconds each one. And, Joe, I think it's podcast school. I'm not into these shows. I'm not into the Kardashians. I'm into Terry Bradshaw. And I know you know he's been critical of Steelers fans, he's been critical of Big Ben. I know he's not necessarily a popper name in Pittsburgh right now. But as a reality show guy, oh, my goodness. It's amazing. So we'll have to see. Let's see how the food show goes. From looking at Joe's face, I don't think Bradshaw Bunch is going to win out uh, over food or movie club. I Don't know if I can dedicate an
1: hour of a week to watching that show. It might be over. It probably
0: was a very limited run. I don't know how many episodes (laughs) they had.
1: Oh my gosh!
0: But no, hearing him (laughs) yell about Viagra commercial, it was just. Check it out. If these guys don't want to check out, check it out. It should be good. So we'll be back next week. Like I said, we're going to record a quick food show. I'm not even sure what we're going to be talking about. But we're going to talk about food. Looking at us, we enjoy food. And we're going to talk about it. So check it out. Thanks again for checking out the Highland and Steelers podcast. We'll see you next week. Come on, Steelers, make some news. Have a good one.